welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, story. I'm your host, Fred. That great theme music's by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. So, lots of thrilling stuff to kick off this episode with. Um, it has been quite a month of radio drama here. Uh, Final Room Productions, my own enterprise, we've started recording a new hour-long feature that will be featured on Halloween night, debuting um, up on rock and roll radio station WKIT 100.3, up in Bangor, the rock of Bangor, which is actually Stephen King's own radio station. Um, actually, we'll also have it courtesy of you, our dear internet listening audience, thanks to Transcontinental Terror. Uh, Transcontinental is a global night of fright. You'll be able to stream live um, on Halloween, October 31st, from 5 p.m. Eastern to like uh, close to midnight at transcontinentalterror.com. Um, yeah, check it out. There's uh, me, Jack Ward, uh, Jeff Adams, Marielle from uh, the Wireless Theater Company, um, we've got the Chatterbox Audio Theater and on the West Coast, Sam Mowry, uh, Willamette Radio Workshop, some of the, uh, just a great band of audio drama producers all giving new, original, live work heard for the first time on this live internet stream on Halloween, as well as to their local listening radio audiences. But uh, we kind of wanted to unite the troops and uh, play for it all to you online um, on Halloween so check it out, transcontinentalterror.com. And of course, I've got a friendly link on that on my pod, uh, radiodramarevival.com. You have a link there, uh, which will be an embedded bit from Transcontinental Terror. So check it out, Halloween. You've got plans. Uh, listen. So, uh, so far this month, we've got um, John Dryden. We've been featuring um, his work with an adaptation of The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, John is one of the BBC's best dramaturges, and he's, uh, I think, largely in virtue of him being a field-recorded audio producer. He really believes in going to the location similar to what he's, uh, the environment of the characters and recording there. And of course, a lot of brilliant ideas and creative thinking in terms of how he blocks out scenes and, and, and gets performances, actors, all that follows. Um, so yeah, this, this thing with the handmaid's tale has all been on location in New York city. It's brilliant stuff. I think you'll agree if you've heard the last few episodes, um, and I had the pleasure of recording with John myself um, earlier, uh, first week of August in New York City. Um, got this good boy out of the woods down to New York. Um, the production called Severed Threads. Uh, it's about lives in India, the U.S., and the U.K., all tied together by a series of troubling events. An excellent show. It has got movie-like, tight editing, um, cutting to and from scenes in different continents and different times, evocative characters, and all sorts of sordid topics from the child labor in India and evangelical businesses, murderous rampages, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, the show is getting really high ratings. I highly recommend it. You've got to hear this thing. It's coming out the tail end of October um, I think the 27th to 29th of October on BBC Radio 4. And I will make sure you get a link to stream it on the BBC iPlayer while it's up. Uh, do make an effort to do it. It's brilliant stuff. Uh, some of the best audio drama you're going to hear because it is the BBC and some of the BBC's very best. So keep tuned here for that. It's a show not to miss. And um, if you doubt that at all, or you're kind of wondering what this is all about, um, let us return to the world of Margaret Atwood's Handmaid. I think you will agree with me. This is just a brilliant and inspired adaptation. Um, Offred, the Handmaid, is trying to find her way out of the life subservient to a married man. Even as she's starting to lose hope, uh, things start to appear to her. That's a real treasure. Enjoy episode three, the finale. Every night when I go to bed, I think, 
In the morning, I will wake up in my own house, and things will be back the way they were. I'll be with Luke and Daisy, and all this will be a bad dream. It hasn't happened this morning either. Let us pray. Lord God, most divine King of kings, be with us now for the act we are about to perform in your name. Yes, Lord. Bless us with your strength and power as we come together to do your work. Amen. We thank you for sending us your handmaiden of Fred into our household. Yes. And ask you give us, through a Fred, a child. <laughs> We draw on the example you gave us in Rachel and her servant Bilhah in the good book. As you gave Rachel a child through her maid servant, we ask for a child through ours. In your name, God, give Serena Joy and I a child this day. Amen. Praise be. Uh, praise be. Is everyone? My dear. <laughs> yes. My friend. Yes. Shall we go upstairs? Sanity is a valuable possession. I hoard it in the way people once hoarded money. I save it so I will have enough when the time comes, when someone will come to rescue me. Good morning, Alfred. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Are you ready to go shopping? Yes. It's such a beautiful day. Shall we go the long way down by the river? Yes. Mm. Of Glenn says she works for May Day, the resistance. I hope she does. We can help you get out. Really? There's a network of safe houses. They smuggle people across the border to Canada. Then why don't you escape? Agents are needed here. It's risky work, but somebody has to do it. Do you know a Moira? Moira? Why? She used to be my best friend. She escaped from the Rachel and Leah Re-Education Center. Moira. Yeah, I think we helped her get out. Really? Keep walking. Are you trying to get us killed? I'm sorry. Look, it isn't safe even here. You've got to be more careful. I want to find my husband and daughter. Perhaps we can help. I can't make any promises. But first, you have to do something for us. What? We know you're seeing him. Who? Your commander. We know you're seeing him alone outside of ceremony, without his wife present. How? We just know. I have to see him. I can't say no. Of course you can't. But find out about him and tell us. Find out what? Find out what he does. See if you can get anything on him, any indiscretion, anything provable, anything we can use later on. Anything you can, all right? I'll try. 
Yes, you. Come over here. I want you. Ugh, it's too damn close in there. Sit down. <sighs> well then, nothing yet. No, nothing. Ah, it's too bad. Time's running out. Yes. Well, tomorrow it comes round again. Maybe we'll get lucky this time. Maybe. Well, maybe he can't. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you should try it another way. What other way? Another man. Oh, don't play the innocent. I find it so tiresome. It's against the law. Yes, I know you can't officially, but it's done. Women do it all the time. All the time. With doctors, you mean? Well, some do that. But it doesn't have to be a doctor. It could be someone we trust. Who? I was thinking of him. Over there, washing the car. Joseph? Joseph. He's been with us a long time. He's loyal. I could fix it with him. What about the commander? <laughs> well, we just won't tell him, will we? You might as well. Maybe I could get something for you. Something you want? What's that? A picture of her, your little girl. But only, maybe. <laughs> Would you like a cigarette? Yeah, not here. I'll give you one to take up to your room. You can ask Rita for a match. You tell her that I said so. It's only one, though. You don't want to ruin your health. <laughs> I'll come to your room tonight at midnight, and I will take you down to Joseph's quarters. All right? Yes. Hmm. Well, midnight, then. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you. <laughs> you remember my friend, Mrs. McLeod, and her handmaid of Warren? Oh, of course you do. Of Warren! <laughs> oh, you were friends, weren't you? Well, the baby, they just had it. It turned out to be no good after all. A shredder. A shredder? Oh. Looked like a monster, so I hear. Uh, it's tragic. It's contaminated with Agent Orange, they reckon. My secret visits to the commander have become a habit. The commander's in my secret habit. Greetings. Two or three times a week, as soon as Serena Joy goes up to her room, I make my way down the hallway to his room. What we do there is talk and play Scrabble. I guess he just wants someone to be able to relax with. But tonight was different. And how is my fair little one this evening? I'm fine. Up for a little excitement? Pardon? 
Tonight, I have a little surprise for you. Something you like. What's that? Chinese checkers? Something better. Where did you get it? I didn't know your size. I hope it fits. You expect me to put this on? I've never worn anything like this in my life. But you want to, don't you? Well... It's a disguise. You'll need to paint your face, too. I've got the stuff for it. You'll never get in without it. In where? Tonight, I'm taking you out. Out? Out of here. But where? You'll see. I can't be too late. I, I have to get up early in the morning. I think you need a bit of an escape. Come on, put it on. I don't want you to watch me. No. No, of course not. You can change behind that screen. It's a fine evening, sir. Yes. Here, sir. Yes. And I will have to ask you to get down on the floor of the car. Down? Don't worry, it's not exactly a checkpoint. We have to go through the gateway. Wives are not allowed, you see. Good evening. Hi there. It's pretty crowded tonight, but there's a few spaces left up over there. Thanks. Enjoy. Just stay down a bit longer. We're almost there. Joseph, do you have that tag? No. This tag you have to wear on your wrist at all times, do you understand? Yes. Thank you, Joseph. Sir? Come on, we have to be fast. This is the back entrance. So if anyone asks you anything, just say you're an evening rental. An evening rental? Right. Listen, I'm not sure about this. Now don't panic. You'll love it here. Wait till you get inside. Ever been here before? I think so. Yes. Good evening, sir. Good evening. It used to be a hotel in the old days? Yes, I believe so. Are you ready? Have you ever seen anything like it? It's like walking into the past, don't you think? Yes. I try to remember if the past was exactly like this. I'm not sure now. I know it contained these things. Feathers, glitter, lingerie, shorty nightgowns, baby doll pajamas, see-through negligees, cheerleaders' outfits. But somehow the mix is different. It's like a masquerade party. They're like oversized children dressed up in clothes they've rummaged from the trunks. It's like a movie. 
A movie about the past is not the same as the past. Don't gawk or give yourself away. Just act natural. Just keep your mouth shut and act stupid. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Take a seat. Is this a club? Well, that's what we call it among ourselves. The club. Or Jezebel's. I thought this sort of thing was strictly forbidden. Well, officially. But everyone's human after all. What does that mean? It means you can't cheat nature. Nature demands variety for men. It stands to reason it's part of the procreation strategy. It's nature's plan. Women know that instinctively. Why did they buy so many different clothes in the old days? Trick men into thinking they were several different women. A new one each day. So now we don't have different clothes, you merely have different women. Solves a lot of problems. Who are these people? It's only for officers and senior officials and trade delegations from overseas, of course. It stimulates trade. No, I, I mean the women. Some of them are pros. You know, working girls in the old days. They couldn't be assimilated. And the others? Well, there's quite a collection. That one there, the one in green, for instance. She's a sociologist, or was. That one was a lawyer. That one was in business, an executive position, some sort of fast food chain, or maybe it was hotels. We got some pretty smart women here if all you feel like doing is talking. And they prefer it here, too. <laughs> Then I see her. She's standing by the fountain, hanging all over some old guy. There's no mistake. She looks just the same, except she's dressed absurdly in a worn-out bunny suit. Why do men think women dressed up like rabbits are sexy? Look at me. Look at me. Are you all right? Um... Yes. It's it's just <laughs> You're not used to it. Yes. Well, I guess it's a long time since you've been to anything like this. Yes. Well, let's get you into the spirit of the place. How about a little drink? I'm not supposed to, as you know. Well, once won't hurt. Anyway, it wouldn't look right if you didn't. No nicotine and alcohol taboos here. You see, they do have some advantages here. All right. What'll it be then? Uh, they got everything imported. A gin and tonic. Good. I'll be right back with a gin and tonic then. Is is there a washroom? Well, of course. I need to go to it. It's over there. What if someone stops me? Just show them your tag. It'll be all right. They'll know you're taken. I walk straight towards her. Look at me. Her eyes slide over me as if I'm just another palm tree, another chair. Come on, Moira. Just look at me. I see you down here quite often. Well, it helps me wind down. Oh, that's great. <laughs> 
Well, that's what we're here to help you do. Yeah. But you know, there's a girl I keep seeing here, but each time I try to get her, she's already taken. Is there a queuing system or what? <laughs> no queuing. First serve, first come. Maybe if you point her out to me, I'll arrange things. Oh, you girls, you're just so helpful. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Hello, are you new? Oh, yeah. What's your name? I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to waste your time. I'm taken already. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Meet me in the washroom. She knew? Uh, I think maybe there's a delegation or something from Asia coming later on. Sometimes they bring in girls from other clubs to make up numbers. I don't know. Why don't you point at that girl to me and I'll go make arrangements. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, she sure. <laughs> This will be the fruit. What? Uh, is this the washroom? You've got 15 minutes, no more. Not you. You were just there. I need to go again. Rest break once an hour. You know the rules. Hi there. Hi. <coughs> Can I uh, borrow some lipstick? Oh, I don't have any. Oh. Uh, with me. Mm. Mm, you know? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's, um, <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> oh, pretty does. <laughs> the pretty pink does. The pretty pink. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh. So, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about her. She's just getting into the party mood. You look like the horror Babylon. It's not what I'm supposed to look like. You look like something the cat dragged in. Government issue. I guess they thought it was me. I can't believe it's you. Don't do that. Your eyes will run. Anyway, there isn't time. Let's sit down. What the hell are you doing here? Not that it isn't great to see you, but what'd you do wrong? Laugh at his dick? Is it bugged? Probably. You want to smoke? I'd love one. On the other hand, it might not be. I can't imagine they'd care about anything we have to say. They've already heard most of it, and anyway, nobody gets out of here except in a black van, but you must know that if you're here. I'm temporary. It's just tonight. I'm not supposed to be here at all. He smuggled me in. Who? My commander. Mm, some of them do that. They get a kick out of it. It's like screwing on the altar or something. Your gang are supposed to be such chaste vessels. I really thought you'd escaped. I did. Only I got caught. You're the only person I know ever to escape from the center. All this time, I thought you were free. You were a beacon. Don't talk like that. Tell me what happened. What's the point? But she knew there was a point. So she did. Not too tight. Please. I don't know why you're doing this to me, Myra. All right. We're at the re-education center. I got that old hag and Elizabeth tied up like a Christmas turkey behind the furnace. Open your mouth. I have always been fair and honest with you. She's given me all this stuff about how well she's always treated us. Yeah, sure, Anne Elizabeth. So I gag her. Wider. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. There. 
Don't struggle or you'll choke. I wanted to kill. I could kill you, you know. I could injure you so badly you'd never feel good in your body again. Just remember, I didn't, if it ever comes to that. All right? I really felt like it. But now, I'm just as glad I didn't, or things would be a lot worse for me. I couldn't believe how easy it was to get out of the center. In that brown outfit, I just walked right through. I see your pass. Of course, I had Aunt Elizabeth's pass. That helped. Thank you. Have a nice day. With the Lord's help, I will. I kept going as if I knew where I was heading till I was out of sight. I didn't have any great plan. Oh, there were more spot checks than I remember from before. They were all over the place. I knew it wouldn't look right if I turned around in full view and went back. Thank you very much. Uh, miss! Miss! Yes. Could you join the line, please? So I bluffed it through, the same as I had at the gate. Your papers, please. I was terrified. Sorry to inconvenience you, ma'am. Oh, what's going on? Terrorist warning, security alert. Thank you very much. God bless you. Papers, please. But I only had so much time before they found the old bat and sent out the alarm. Soon enough, they'd be looking for me. One fake ant on foot. I tried to think of someone. I ran over and over the people I knew. Before they busted the magazine where I worked in the old days, we divided the mailing list among us, and we each memorized a section before destroying it. So I tried to recall my section of the list. We had the religious denominations marked next to each name. You know, Q for Quaker, B for Baptist. That way we knew who to invite to marches and things. For instance, it was no good calling on the seas to do abortion stuff. You know, not that we'd done much of that lately. Anyway, I figure a married couple would be safest, preferably Quakers. Yes? Hello, I'm doing a questionnaire for the local council. I'm wondering if you could spare a few moments of your time. Well, so she let me in straight away. But as soon as I was inside, I took off the headgear and told them who I was. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. We would like to help you, but we have got kids, you see. Please, there's nowhere for me to go. We can't help you. We gotta think of our kids. Yes. Maybe, honey. No. I'm gonna take you to another house. Jim. Honey, I think that's the least we can do. Is that all right? Okay. The first thing we're going to do is get you out of that outfit. If you go upstairs, my wife will fit you in one of her outfits. The other house was Quakers too, and I'd hit the jackpot because they were a safe house. And bring your old clothes down. We'll incinerate them in the stove. We're going to try and get you out of the country. Really? How? You don't need to know how. We have a network of stations and safe houses. They were better organized than you'd think. They'd infiltrated a couple of useful places. One of them was the post office. They had a driver there with one of those handy little trucks. I made it over the bridge and into the city proper in a mail sack. You can come out now. Where am I? Well, that doesn't matter. You're gonna be here for a few days. 
Can I ask you something? Hmm? Why are you helping me? Why is anyone helping me? Hmm. Don't take it personally, okay? I'm doing it for religious reasons. They got him soon after that. He ended up hanging on the wall. I was underground, it must have been eight or nine months, taken from one safe house to another. They weren't all Quakers. Some of them weren't even religious. They were just people who didn't like the way things were going. They knew more or less what would happen to them if they were caught. Not in detail, but they knew. I almost made it out. They got me up as far as Salem, and then in a truck full of chickens in a Maine. They were planning to get me across the border there. Quickly. Straight down to the jetty, there. Do you see the boat with the eye painted on it? Yes. Someone is waiting for you there. Good luck. Thank you. Just take care now. Thank you. So, I don't know what happened. Maybe somebody got suspicious. Maybe they thought the guy was out in his boat at night too much. By that time, it must have been crawling with guardians and eyes up there, and everywhere else close to the border. Don't move. Stay exactly where you are. Put your hands on your head. Down, 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 down. Secure, secure the fisherman. Move. I'm not hurting me. I'm cooperating. I thought this was the end of the road for me. But you know what they did? They showed me a movie. It was about life in the colonies. I'm going to show you something that may disturb you somewhat. You will not like what you see, but it is important that you do see it. This woman is 30 years old. Her nose has fallen off. This woman is 25. See how her skin pulls away like rubber gloves? They were once women like you, Women with a future, but they threw all their many chances away. Women like you. Now, they are workers in the cleanup squads in the colonies. The average lifespan for a worker in the colonies is three years. They are sent in to clean up after radiation spills. They clear away bodies after a battle, making fires with which to burn them. They treat the toxic dumps with neutralizing chemicals. I was given a choice. The colonies are this. Well, shit, nobody but a nun would pick the colonies. So here I am, at Jezebel's. It's not too bad. You know, you should figure out some way of getting in here. Where you don't mean that. The food's all right, and there's drink and cigarettes, and we only have to work nights. They even give you face cream. I'll be good for a few more years yet. Why are you not planning on staying? How do you mean? You've always got a plan to, to get out. You must have. Why would I want to leave? Because. Oh, honey. 
I couldn't leave here even if I wanted to. Why not? When you came into the washrooms, did the aunt give you one of these? Yes. That's why we come in here. Well, what is it? MFH. You haven't tried it? MFH? Manna from heaven. We get one sachet an hour. You unwrap it. You arrange the powder into two lines, like that. Then one side. <laughs> then the other. <sighs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> now do you get it? <laughs> That's why I can never leave this place. <laughs> Here is what I'd like to tell. I'd like to tell how Moira escaped for good this time. Or if I couldn't tell that, I'd like to say she blew up Jezebel's with 50 commanders inside it. I'd like her to end with something daring and spectacular, some outrage, something that would befit her. But as far as I know, that didn't happen. I don't know how she ended, or even if she did, because I never saw her again. I was thinking someone had made you a better offer. <laughs> Sit down. Here's your drink. Thank you. Is everything okay? Mm. Fine. I have got an offer. What? What is that for? It unlocks a room upstairs. Just, I have to use the bathroom first. Of course. Why did you bring me here? I thought you might enjoy it for a change. I guess it was sort of an experiment. You said you wanted to know what was going on. 
Are you all right? Yes. Perhaps you would prefer it if I turn the lights off. Yes. We can't stay long. Why not? Because if I'm not back at the house by midnight, I turn into a pumpkin. Or is it a coach? Alfred, wake up. It's time. You ready? Yes. Let's go then. I won't come with you. You go out through the door and turn right. There's another door. It's open. Go up the stairs and knock. He's expecting you. No one will see you. I'll sit right here. Are you sure? The commander's in his bedroom upstairs. He won't come down this late. He never does. Drag? Yes. I don't have much time. I could just squirt it into a bottle and you could pour it in. Don't. Don't take it personally. I get paid. <laughs> you get paid, I get laid. No romance, okay? Okay. Let's get started. Welcome to the fully automated House of the Lord. Head for the back, we can talk better. Welcome to the fully automated house. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Janine. 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 Oh, blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Did you hear about my baby? Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry? Her name's Angela. Look. What? Angela. Where? Where do you think? Here, in my arms, silly. We come here every day together to thank the Lord for all his blessings, don't we, honey? 
Oh, she's a bit grumpy today. She kept me up all night, didn't you? Janine, there's nothing there. You have a nice day now. Janine. My name is Avorin. Janine, Avorin, whatever. You have a nice day now. No, 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 if you start losing your minds, we're gonna send you to the colonies. You have a nice day now. Janine. You have a nice day now. Janine. anything. I can't just take things while he's looking. You can go into his room at night when he's not there. Look through his desk. There must be papers, notations. He keeps the door locked. We could get you a key. Don't you want to know who he is, what he does? I can't. I'm too afraid. Anyway, I'd be no good at that. I'd get caught. But we can get you out. We can get people out have to if they're in danger immediate danger what makes you think i want to leave oh i can't believe you want to stay here why what is there for you here look what i've brought you oh, she's a pretty girl isn't she what was her name? Daisy. Oh, Daisy. Well, she's called Faith now. Faith. You can only have it for a minute. I have to return it before they know it's missing. Where does she live? I can't tell you that. Please tell me where oh, she lives. Oh, I knew lives. this would be a mistake. Do you want me to take it away now? No, no. Well, then. Changed so much. Well, she's very happy and well taken care of. You can be sure of that. Well, see, she's laughing. She has a family now. A real one. Time has not stood still. It has washed over me, washed me away as if I'm nothing more than a woman of sand left by a careless child too near the water. I have been obliterated for her. I'm only a shadow now, far back behind the glib, shiny surface of this photograph. A shadow of a shadow has dead mothers become. You can see it in her eyes. I am not there. I went back to Joseph, time after time on my own, without Serena Joy knowing. I became reckless. I took stupid chances. After being with the commander, I would go upstairs in the usual way. But then I would go along the hall and down the domestic stairs at the back and through the kitchen. I would hurry across the few feet of illuminated lawn, expecting at any moment to hear a shout. I would make my way by touch up the dark staircase and come to rest against the door. Each time I would expect him to be gone. Or worse, I would expect him to say I couldn't come in. He might say he wasn't gonna break the rules anymore, 
put his neck in the noose for my sake. Or even worse, tell me he was no longer interested. I was just about to go to bed. Is it too late? No, I just wasn't sure if you were coming. Being here with him is safety. It's a cave where we huddle together while the storm goes on outside. This is a delusion, of course. This room is one of the most dangerous places I could be. If I were caught, there would be no mercy. Joseph. But I'm beyond caring. I think it's happened. I feel it has a couple of weeks and I'll be certain. I love you to death, so will she. But it's yours. It will be yours, really. I want it to be. Why? Why do you want it to be mine? Because I think you're a good man. You don't know anything about me. I think I do. I could tell. How? Not from what you say. You don't talk much. But I can tell. I can just tell. Have you heard of Mayday? No, why? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just... I just thought you might have. Listen. I don't want any trouble, and I don't think you want any trouble either. I don't know that word, but already I don't like it. I think you should just forget it. It sounds dangerous, you understand? I'm sure we are all aware of the unfortunate circumstances that bring us all here together on this beautiful morning. But duty is a hard taskmaster, or may I say on this occasion, taskmistress. And it is in the name of duty that we are here today. For it is on us that the burden of carrying the torch of the future the cradle of the race is laid. But to the task before us of Charles, you have been found guilty of the attempted murder of your commander's wife. You have been sentenced to be hanged by the neck until life, your life, has expired. a wife. Stand up. Make her stand up. Someone in your privileged position should have known better. You have been found guilty of adultery. We all know the mandatory punishment for adultery 
right hand will be removed from your body from just above the wrist. Today's salvaging is now concluded. But, but you may stand up and form a circle. Orderly now. What's going on? Don't you know? Bring the criminal into the circle. It's a participation. You know the rules for a participation. You will wait until I blow the whistle. After that, what you do is up to you until I blow the whistle again. Understood? Yes. This man has been convicted of rape. He was once a guardian of the faith. He has disgraced his uniform. He has abused his position of trust. His partner in viciousness has already been shot. Penalty for rape, as you know, is death. Deuteronomy, chapter 22, verses 23 to 29. I, I might, might add, add that this crime I took place at gunpoint. It was also brutal. I will not offend your ears with any details, except to say that one woman was pregnant and the baby. I saw what you did. What do you mean? Why did you kick him in the head like that? You, I thought you were... Look at me, they're watching. Mike, don't care, I can't help it. What are you doing? Get control of yourself. He wasn't a rapist at all. He was a political. He was one of ours. I kicked him in the head to knock him out, put him out of his misery. Couldn't you see what they were doing to him? Hi there, how you doing? Janine. Did you enjoy the participation? Look what I got. Just grabbed tight and kept on pulling. D did you get anything? I... I couldn't get close enough. Too bad. You have a nice day now. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Hello, Alfred. Hello. Shall we go to the store? Where's... Of Glen? I am Of Glen. Oh, yes. Of course. Shall we go? Um, yes. I didn't know of Glenn very well. I mean, the former one. Oh? Yes, I I've only known her since May. Uh, around the 1st of May, I think it was. Um, what they used to call May Day. 
did they? That isn't a term I remember. I I'm surprised you do. You ought to make an effort to clear your mind of such echoes. Now I feel cold. What she is doing is warning me. She isn't one of us, but she knows. I've been stupid again. More than stupid. What am I going to do? Nothing. Nothing. If Ulfgren's been caught, it's only a matter of time before she starts talking about me. And I haven't even done anything. All I did was know, and I'll end up hanging from a hook on the wall. You've got the calm They down. know where my child is. What if they bring her, threaten something to her in front of me, or, or do it? I, I can't bear to think what they might do. They're not going to do that. Why not? Because she's dead. What? Not your daughter, Ulfgren. She killed herself. But did she talk? I don't know. Am I safe? I'm not sure. You've got to keep on doing everything exactly the way you were before. Don't change anything, otherwise they'll know. Yes. Promise? Yes. Don't slip up. Dear God, I will do anything you like. Just let me off and I'll obliterate myself if that's what you really want. I'll empty myself truly, become a chalice. I'll give up Joseph. I'll forget about the others. I'll stop complaining. I'll accept my lot. I'll sacrifice, I'll repent, I'll abdicate, I'll renounce. I want to keep on living in any form. I resign my body freely to the uses of others. Yes, come in. Alfred, the mistress wants you to come downstairs. you down to discuss don't you talk you're just as guilty oh Fred I trusted you I tried to help you well nothing to say for yourself about what I know all about it you got the wrong idea oh don't you talk to me who told you these lies I know what I know what is this there's lipstick all over it. How could you be so vulgar behind my back? It wasn't what you... I told you last time, don't you touch me! And you, you disgusting slut. You could have left me something. Just like the last one. Well, you'll end up the same. Joseph! Yes, ma'am. Take her to a room, then guard the door. It was you, wasn't it, Joseph? You told her, didn't you? Didn't you? What else did you tell her? Just get in. There are a number of things I could do. 
I could set fire to the house, for instance. I could bundle up some of my clothes in the sheets and strike my one hidden match. If it didn't catch, that would be that. But if it did, that would at least be an event, a signal of some kind to mark my exit. I could tear my bedsheet into strips and twist it into a rope of sorts and tie one into the leg of my bed and try to break the window, which is shatterproof. Instead, I could noose the bedsheet around my neck, hook myself up in the closet, choke myself off. To go with these men. Who are they? Where are they going to take me? There's no point resisting. You bastard. Mayday. What did you say? Trust me. Go with these men. What is going on? Who are these people? I don't know. They've come to take out Fred. They didn't call anyone. Where are you taking her? What has she done? Can't say, ma'am. Sorry. I need to see your authorization. You have a warrant. Not that we need one, sir, but all is in order. Violation of state secrets. What? Oh my god, my god, what have I done? Bitch! After all he did for you! Do you realize what you've done to my husband? Serena, don't. Do you? To me? That's enough now. Excuse me, sir. I'm sure she must have broken into my husband's office. Well, there will be an investigation. Well, I'm sure she was acting alone. That's enough, dear. Let go of me! There's a step here. Mind your head. All right, let's go. Whether this is my end or a new beginning, I have no way of knowing. I have given myself over into the hands of strangers because it can't be helped. during the latter part of the 20th century were found in a metal box unearthed on the site of what was once the city of Bangor in what before Gilead would have been the state of Maine. Did our narrator reach the outside world safely and build a new life for herself? We shall never know. All we do know is that she survived long enough to record her account, her handmaid's tale, and for that we should be grateful. We glimpse her for a moment on her terms only, and then she slips from our grasp and flees. As all historians know, the past is a great darkness and filled with echoes. Voices may reach us from it, but what they say to us is imbued with the obscurity of the matrix out of which they come. And try as we may, we cannot always decipher them precisely in the clearer light of our own day. Are there any questions?
In the final episode of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, the part of Offred was played by Marsha Dietlin, Serena Joy by Leslie Hendricks, The Commander by Earl Hindman, Offglen by Mireille Enos, Joseph by Dylan Chalfie, Moira by Tasha Lawrence, Aunt Lydia by Marianne Seldes, Aunt Elizabeth by Peggy Price, Professor Piaxotto by Dermot Crowley, Janine by Emma Roberts. Other parts were played by Kristen Marks, Bruce Sabbath, Sharon Williams, John Warden, Christopher Burns, Edward Tully, and members of the cast. The script editor was Mike Walker, the sound recordist, Nick Stocker. The original score was composed by Sasha Putnam, Nick Russell Pavia, and Mitch Ogugwa. The Handmaid's Tale is a Goldhawk Universal production for BBC Radio 4. It was produced by Jane Quill and dramatised and directed by John Dryden. And that was the finale of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, adapted for radio by John Dryden and the BBC. And as I mentioned, a brilliant new work of John Dryden is coming to you the end of October, Severed Threads. Um, I'll keep you posted with links and how to hear that show. Um, next week uh, on the show, we've got more awesome stuff. Um, we get to debut Starstruck. Uh, Starstruck is is so cool that we get to have it here in Radio Drama Revival. It's a new audio adaptation of a comic book and off-Broadway show by Elaine Lee. Sort of a Rocky Horror Picture Show meets Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy kind of thing. It's uh, really fun. We've got uh, Lance Act and Bill DeFries, uh, two of my favorite guys, and audio uh, put this thing together. Um, we'll have samples of the new show, author and producer interviews, all that next week going to be good. Um, in fact, I get to sit on the recording of this one, uh, recorded here in Portland, Maine, and it is fabulous. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, if you can't wait that long, of course, 150 hours plus of audio up at RadioDramaRevival.com. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at RadioDrama. You can search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival um, or iTunes, the ever-classic iTunes search for Radio Drama Revival. And with that, we are wrapping it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as labor love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Thank you.